Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Podcast. Here's Nikki. Yeah. Happy fourth week of show. I'm losing count. It's a good sign. Hey, besties. Hey, Noah. Hey. Um, Happy. uh, Listen, you know, I'm I'm always honest with our listener um, about what's happening and today we are pre-recording the podcast one day early because i have a lot going on this week well i'm leaving came i might actually be staying cayman in the caymans <laughs> because i'm like noah between you and me like why would i ever go back to covid land if i don't have to it's harsh out here i i mean I hate to brag everyone, but I am in a place where there is zero COVID. You see mouths everywhere. I don't masks. I know that obviously it's not a pain to wear them. It's a very simple thing to do to like make people feel safe and to actually keep people safe. I'm saying yada, 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 not because I'm being dismissive of it, but you know everything that's good about wearing masks. However, being without them again, even though you adjust immediately to life before masks, like as soon as you're free to take them off, like you forget like how cumbersome they were or if it was even a thing you had to do. But the idea of going back to the mask, I did not foresee it being as um, like uh, the, the dread that I would feel that I would have to put on a mask all the time because I just feel disconnected. I, I you know, I just, I don't want to, it's not that I don't want to wear one. I don't want to like talk to people in them anymore. Like there's sometimes in, in the Caymans that there's like some places where people wear masks because the hotel just requires it or whatever, even though the island has no COVID and hasn't for ever. Um, that's not true. Not ever, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and just like even checking into this hotel yesterday, these people, at the front desk were wearing masks and I was like, this just sucks. I was like, I don't want to go back because of this. Doesn't this? And they're like, yeah, this sucks. I'm just like, 
I hate to be one of these people that like masks are awful, but they really do keep you from human interaction in the way that I like. And, you know, what about when people wear masks and sunglasses and you can't see anything that is Mm. uh, uh, just wear just your Daft Punk. At that point, like, I don't know who you are. You're a mystery. You're an acclaimed DJ who, or DJs who want to keep, Andrew and I had a whole discussion about Daft Punk. However, I want to just say that we're recording today's podcast early because I had plans to leave on Wednesday, which would leave it unable for me to record then. We'll be back to regularly scheduled programming as soon as we can. But the special thing is, is today is Andrew's birthday. It's, it's Sunday. Um, but it's Andrew's birthday today. And so we get to record on his birthday. He's a happy little boy. He's Molly out on boy. my balcony. He's what? Molly boy. Molly boy. Oh yeah. He was like acting like he had, um, Molly in his system yesterday. Not Molly's game. Cause if you watch that movie, you'll feel fucked up too. Actually, everyone loves that movie except me. And it's really fucking with my world. It honestly feels like I'm in like some kind of like Truman Show experiment when I talk to people who enjoy Molly's game because it's so bad to me and so funny and laughable how bad it is that if you watched Molly's game and thought that the whole time Aaron Sorkin was like winking at himself and trying to be funny with the directing, which the script, by the way, very clear on that. I loved it so much. I love Sorkin's writing. I love I love the way actors act his writing except when he's directing them. Terrible. Just like, so like, did you get that joke? Oh, wink. Whoa, cool shot. It's, you know what? You know what it is? It's kuh. I don't even think I did establish kuh when I went off about Molly's Game, but Molly's Game directing is kuh because it's a guy that's like so proud of himself for directing. It's like his second movie he directed, so he's still like got this like, I'm a director. Like, just let the movie be what it is. Let the, the the writer come through. And you're the writer, dummy. Don't mean to call you a dummy. I'd be glad, glad to work with you anywhere down the line. And uh, I respect your work so much and you're far more talented than I will ever be. And if I ever tried to direct anything, it would be the most self-congratulatory, uh, wink, wink, how funny I am bullshit ever. So I probably am just projecting Mr. Sorkin. Anyway, Andrew did an impression of a guy that had Molly, that had taken Molly. Yesterday, we were at the pool party in the Cayman Islands. They're stuck in 2008 in the best way. All the music is from 2008 and maybe not even 2008. Maybe we're going back to like 2002. They'll play like, they played Craig David's Seven Days unironically yesterday. Do you remember that song? No. Uh, why would you keep it out late last night when I see two shadows moving in your bedroom? Like, uh, wait, anyway, can you fill me in? Okay, that's never, okay, never mind. That's not Seven Days. That's Fill Me In by Craig David. It was a hit in like 2003, maybe 2001. They were playing that unironically yesterday. I've not heard that song for, you know, since it came out. I can't do math. 20 years. Then they also played that, they also often play Blue Cantrell's Hit em up style. Hey, ladies, if your man want to get buck wild. Oh, yeah, then yeah, yeah. go back and hit him up style. That song is blaring through the, the Cayman Island. It's not Caymans, through Grand Cayman. Um, there are Caymans Islands, Cayman Islands, but they're all, the one that everyone lives on is Grand Cayman. The others are like, no, everyone here is like, don't say Cayman, say Cayman. And they say Cayman. Like, okay, man. Every time they tell me to say K-Man instead of Caymans, I go, okay, man. <laughs> um, God, I have so many things to say about the Caymans. Okay, so it's Andrew's birthday. We went to a pool party yesterday. People love 2008 here, and they love theme parties. So a thing about the Caymans is like, the, the, uh, I'm learning that there's like everything I like note, my friend Robin will be like, oh, that's just the Cayman way. Like yesterday, I go up, there's a theme party. We're going to one today for Andrew's brunch party at this like nice brunch spot called Tilly's where they have this like fun, like bougie, like party brunch every Sunday. And the thing is, there's no tourists here, right? Except, and I'm not even a tourist, but there's no, everyone on the island, all the tourist activities have become people from the island having staycations. So there's not this like aim to please. Everyone's just like living their lives. Like there's not this like, 
you know, the hotels aren't just like kissing your ass constantly and like, um, they're just like, yeah, just come party at our place. They're not like acting you like you're like this like tourist that they have to earn their trust to come back. They just treat you like a local, which I really like. But this is where it came out yesterday. So I go to this Vegas themed party. It was Vegas themed. There's like gambling at this party, like a little set up booth so you could win things at. Tons of people, tons of floaties in the pool, just like this amazing pool. They're just like, they just like want you to have a good time. It's like it's, they're throwing you a child's birthday party. Every, there's a great DJ. There's dancers. If you looked at my story from yesterday, um, two days ago now, when you're hearing this, there was like a dance troupe that came out and danced. It was so fun. No one's like being gross. It's not like Vegas gross where people are like being drunk and disgusting, but there was a bachelorette party of locals here. So like people just come to the pool hotel that aren't staying there, the locals. So the hotel itself is pretty empty. I think there's a movie shooting here. So there's some like film crew here and then there's like me and some others, but everyone that came to the pool party on Saturday are locals and there was a bachelorette party and I put it on my story. These girls, I walked in and there's like a step and repeat, which is um, the Hollywood name, the showbiz name for that thing that everyone stands in front of when they get their picture taken on red carpets that has like a bunch of different logos on it and the logos repeat and, and you walk along it and it's called a step and repeat because you step and then you smile again. You step and then you pose. It's step and repeat. So that's just a little jargon for you. So there's the step and repeat that says like Vegas and like the name of the hotel and whatever. So people can like capture this memory. It's really cute and fun and not at all cheesy. Not, not at all like being ironic. Like they're really invested in like a Vegas theme. There was like an old Elvis that they hired. Like so cute. Loved it. Um, bachelorette party. This girl, I I'm checking into the pool party, like getting my wristband, which I'm still wearing because it makes me feel like I'm at summer camp or like a Lollapalooza. And this girl who is the bride is in the middle. All of a sudden you hear, you hear a glass shatter. And then I see, I turn around and this girl has fallen. Her hand has fallen into this glass that she fell upon while she's taking a picture with her group of friends with a sash on her that says like bride to be. She, her hand is b severely bleeding from the palm. Not severely, but bleeding. It's dripping on the thing. I turn back around because I'm like, well, they're going to fix, they're going to get the, nothing I can do. It's like 10 feet away. But I was just like, ugh. Give me my wristband, bitch. Like, I didn't say that to the woman, but I'm just like, yeah, wrist me up. I want to get in this pool party and avoid this blood chaos that's about to erupt behind me. Because in America, if on a hotel property, someone smashes a glass and a, a bride-to-be cuts her palm, they bring in a stretcher, like one of those neon stretchers. There's like multiple paramedics. Everyone's like screaming and going, oh my God. I get my wristband. The woman asked me like, you know, me to sign a sheet or whatever I turn back around to see what's going on behind me like all the cleanup the girl has stood up again taking pictures uh her hand is still bleeding they're acting like nothing happened they're not even pointing at the glass like she broke it and she's bleeding or like looking at her hand like whoopsie let's get a picture of this before we clean it up the glass is still shattered there's blood splattering on the, the floor on the ground and she's posing like they're all posing like hot so I walk back over and I go Guys, we someone needs to clean this up. Like this is broken glass at a pool. We're a step and repeat where there are people lined up to take a picture right after you. No one is on the scene to like sweep this up. She's bleed. There's blood everywhere. And um, and the photographer is a woman that works at the hotel. And they go, no, 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 no. The the girls shoot me away. They're like, no, no, no. She's got it. She's got it. And I go, uh, and the photographer's still taking pictures. They just don't care. And I told this to my friends later last night when we went to dinner. And they go, yeah, that's the Cayman way. Like there's no, they don't like treat everything. Like it's a goddamn emergency. It's like glass and some blood. No one's hand is cut off. So they just like let it go. And I like that because in the States it would be, they would have those defibrillators out. There would be forms. They would be taking reports. There would be an ambulance. There'd be a fire truck. There'd be like, it just doesn't need to be that. Yes. 14 people caught HIV yesterday from this. Yes. A child severed their foot. No, none of that happened. It was all fine. It's just a little broken glass. I loved it. I loved how the Caymans just treat like, we'll get to it. It's not a big deal. I like it a lot. Um, the drunk driving situation on the Cayman Island, uh, it leaves a little uh, much to be desired in terms of intervention. However, not my place to, to intervene, though. But I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's get Andrew in here for his birthday.
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glazer. A birthday boy. Oh, okay now. Right now, do that again. Birthday boy in the hotel room. What's up, Andrew? Oh, I thought How'd you were going to sleep s- last night. I thought you were going to sing me a whole song. No, I don't. I don't feel like going all out. I mean, last night you we went out to dinner for your birthday and you almost got 
sung happy birthday, but didn't quite happen the way this is, you guys, this was so funny last night, Noah. So, yeah. Wait, how did you sleep last night, by the way, after we went to dinner? I didn't you sleep You weren't feeling well. very well. I didn't feel well. I got the second vaccine. I know you don't want to hear that it made me actually feel sick or sluggish, but it really did. And I know it's all mental before you say it and that I should just read a book about the vaccine, about how it shouldn't hurt you. I know all this. But that being said, I didn't feel well, so I drank an espresso right before we went to dinner, thinking that we'd maybe make a full night. But then I was like, I'm actually want to just go home. So, yeah, you, you called it in early. So we had an the, the amazing dinner, though. And, yeah, uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a bit like I, I, I have I have complaints about restaurants that are supposedly like this was like so nice. This restaurant like the food was like. Definitely as gourmet as you could get with sushi. I don't know. Gourmet doesn't seem seem like a word you use with sushi, but I mean, it was at the Ritz. One year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean. Was your food good? Mine was a little slimy. Mine was delicious. Oh, that's good. But you good. were also starving. It was Anything's good. delicious if you're starving. True. But it was good fish. It was good sushi. I haven't had sushi in a, like, quality sushi in a restaurant in two months so i was excited to have it and um it's kind of it was laid back it was more laid back than i thought it would be yeah being at the ritz yeah we had like a booth it felt like kind of like uh we were at ruby tuesdays oh, i love a I love a booth like hired a booth i love an outback i do love booth. a booth but i you know i, I i'm i'm just i had no problem picking up i wanted to pick up the check but for how much that dinner was for how many people five people um that booth and that lighting was not okay and i would love to go in there and do a kitchen nightmares with gordon ramsay and really shake things up and say you this is your vegan option this slimy portobello on a little bump of rice you told you were gonna give me the last one and said it was delicious No, that one was actually good the other the, the three appetizers were slime slimeville Let's not make mushrooms slimy. Let's give it a little crispiness to them. However, my um, vegetarian roll was delicious. Hmm. And the dessert was bomb. It was like a bonsai tree made out of chocolate with like uh, cho chocolate dirt. Okay, so this is what happened at the table last night. This is the funny part. Can I tell it? Yeah. So if you've seen the movie Swingers... And with the baby scene in the in, in the, the last scene where he thinks he's being talked to, but the girl is talking to a baby. He's like, oh, my God, she's coming. She's coming. This really reminded me of that. Last night, I was sitting there. I You just gave away, like, the ending to the story, I have to say. You could have said the swingers thing after, but you just gave, like, now the story everyone knows what's coming. Whereas opposed, can I tell it the way that I was no, told no, it? No, 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 no. Okay, you keep telling it. It's my way. birthday. Can I just tell yeah. one story like I want to without You're you interrupting me? You're a great storyteller, as we talked about the other night. The reason why I told the swinger thing is because you always interrupt me, so I tried to get to the ending as quick as possible. Okay, and then I'm Kaiser, I'm Kaiser Soshin. You're Kaiser Soze, you're Soser Kaiser. Because no, no, you're no. going, but you're 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 telling the you're telling the spoiler before. I'm not Kaiser. So I'm, you're I'm, for I'm Quentin Tarantinoing. Oh. I'm telling the ending first. I was doing it on purpose, so okay. then I'm going to bring you yeah, back. Yeah, because why would you ever want any kind of suspense in a story to be built? Go on, Quentin Tarantino. People can't wait to get to the end to figure it out. But there's no figuring it out. We know what's coming. Let, let me just try. Let's just okay. You know what, listener? Would you write into us and tell us as he tells the story? based on what he's already told you with the swingers thing, if you see where this is going. Let's keep going. So. Happy birthday. I mean, Jesus Christ. Come and see. I swear by now. That's number 41, by the way, because he's 41 today. Can I tell the story? Tell it. So I'm sitting there, and I'm excited because Robin, who was with us, kept saying how it was my birthday. So I knew there was a good chance your boy was getting a cake, maybe a <laughs> candle. I asked for mayonnaise with a candle in it. Or a, a candle made out of mayonnaise. I just wanted, I wanted a treat. I, I really just was really excited about this dessert. And boy, were they bringing out dinner. Went through. We went through dinner. We had a great dinner. And here comes the candle. A little slimy, it's, huh? I was just saying, a little slimy. I'm not trying to interrupt. I was just. I mean, but you are constantly. Okay. So anyways, I'm sitting there. She had a slimy roll, which was very pertinent to the story. I was just trying to be funny. I wasn't really trying to derail your story. Sorry. Go on. 
God, I forgot this was my podcast for a second. So anyways, the birthday cake came out, whatever, <laughs> someone else's. I don't give a shit. No! I really don't care. What? I don't care. What's wrong with you? I'm trying to tell a story. I just was saying it was a little slimy. I was putting in a little joke. No, it wasn't but then about... the second thing, and then you just got you just got to derail these things. Okay. Andrew. I just want to say I've never seen swingers. So right now I'm like <laughs> holding on to the edge of my seat in suspense, waiting for the story, and I feel I just feel like this is edging. Okay. Well, I just want to say that he told you what happens. The woman thinks she's talking. Well, the, so the, I'll tell the story. The woman's talking to a baby, and a man thinks she's making eyes at her, but it turns out it's a baby, right? You understand what the scene could be. Oh. I haven't seen that swinger scene either, but you know what I mean? Okay. Okay, so go on, Andrew. So now they're bringing out the candle. The candle's lit. It's this huge thing. There's like three people bringing it out. It's a whole thing. And I'm like, holy shit, watch out. And I clear my, I clear my drink. I clear my plate. I make plenty of room for this amazing birthday cake. And I fucking, I'm sitting there, I'm smiling, and they walk right past me to an eight-year-old <laughs> <laughs> who is so excited to get this cake. So and every, it's like right next to our table. Too. Yeah, and yeah, and and he's so happy. Um, I hate the kid. I want to beat the shit out of the kid and take the take his treat. Also, it wasn't even my birthday yet. In fairness, but who the knows? The thing was like Andrew was like embarrassed when it first because these people go happy, and they're walking like far you know like we the table that they walk are walking to are like kind of it's almost like behind me and andrew like the kid is seated almost like behind the side of the booth that me and andrew's sitting so we can't really see him and they're walking towards our table and then as they get closer they just don't even come to our table and but andrew starts clearing off the table and like kind of like goes oh god and like puts his head in his hand like you guys this is i'm so nervous like he gets like he sets us all up like Oh, God. And we're all like, oh, shucks. I, I go, did Robin do something? I don't know. I guess Robin had been mentioning it to like everyone because she's trying to get us a free dessert. And uh, and they just go straight to this kid's table. So then Robin's husband, will you tell this part? This oh, is yes, my favorite yes, this part. Is this is my favorite. Yes, story. this was, I was getting there. And then, uh, dear, uh, there. I'm going to work on that. Um, so I, I I finally get mine. They do bring me a birthday treat. It's They bring me three matchy balls, and it, it's pathetic compared to what this fucking kid got. And so we want to know, for some reason, what the kid's name is. So Robin's- Oh, because we, we heard them sing happy birthday, oh. and we heard them say Andrew, and we're like, wait, maybe the kid's name is Andrew, or maybe someone... T- like, we don't... We heard, oh, yeah, a, we a, we heard we a distant happy name. birthday singing that was like the lounge singers, and we were like... Maybe maybe they're singing to the kid, but maybe the kid's name is Andrew. So we wanted clarification on the kid's name. So Robin's, so Robin's husband, husband asked the guy. Yells to the table. Yells, yells to people at the table, not the kid itself, but it's like a long table. So he yells to one end of the table. He goes, hey, what's, what's his name? Because he thought we had the same name, which would have been a great coincidence, and everyone would have lost their fucking mind. And the guy, the woman says it, and he goes, uh and we go, what was his name? Yeah, because we he couldn't looks hear what the woman said. In all seriousness, and goes, Old Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> we go, what? He goes, what? He goes, I think she said Old Renegade. And we go, this is an eight year old boy. And he's like, there's just no way this kid's name is Old <laughs> Renegade. But he goes, I swear to God, I heard. And I go, I looked at the woman, or I looked at the man when he talked to you. He did not say anything. And he goes, I thought maybe he was just nervous. <laughs> Because I don't really know Robin's husband that well. And so I was like, maybe he just is making that up or trying to make us laugh with this old renegade. So we're like, we are laughing so hard because how could a child's name be old renegade? How could he hear that? What name could possibly even be misconstrued as old renegade for this this little white eight-year-old boy who's just like celebrating yeah. his birthday and his name is old renegade <laughs> old renegade needs a switchblade uh marlboro marlboro reds rolled up in his pocket like j- like moose in his hair like old renegade and you don't even look at him in the eyes i mean this kid was five it sounds like a band like that would be you know opening for the fleet foxes <laughs> for like a summer in 2011 at uh, sound like they'd be opening for corn yeah yeah old renegade so we are just laughing so hard because we just think her her husband Michael just heard old renegade <laughs> then we're on our way out and I go Andrew you have to get clarification on this kid's name so I like force him to go up to the kid and go hey it's my birthday too what's your name 
And what is the kid's I name? I don't even remember. I can't even say it. If I said it now, it'd come off probably worse than Old Renegade. What was the name? Oh, fuck. It was... Oh, Olegon. No. Ol- oh, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, Olarian. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Did I, you write it down? I thought you had it. Well, I'm going to text Robin because I need to know. I, I don't know think that Michael any of us will get it, it right. Because I almost thought to write it down because it was so weird. It's a name I've never heard before. Hey, Robin, can you ask Michael what old Renegade's <laughs> real name was? Question mark. Uh, well, hold on a second. Andrew and I can't remember it, period. O- Oligarian. Ol- yeah, Oligarian or something like that. It was literally old renegade. Like, <laughs> yeah, it only, wasn't even way off. I was literally trying to think of like, what, right before we asked what old renegade's real name was, I was trying to think of like what he could have heard. I was thinking like maybe Reagan or like, oh, it's Reagan. I don't know, Mold oh, Gatorade? Oh, man. Mold Gatorade? Oh, yeah, like, oh, uh, <laughs> old Gatorade. Like, the, yeah, it was a man holding up old Gatorade. Like, we like, how could any name be close? to old renegade but guess what the only name that was it was olarian or something like that i will get confirmation on the name when robin texts me back but that was the story of andrew's birthday we have so much to get to today i will be interrupting (laughs) with more tidbits about his birthday and really annoying him god you got so mad at me before like you couldn't even hide it i know i was really angry dude why because it's my special day okay yeah i know that but i was just all i said was no you're not but he just mouthed, I'm just kidding around, which you wouldn't do if you actually were just kidding around. <laughs> you like had to mouth it off my old, like, old Gatorade. I, I don't mean to upset you on your birthday. I'm really not trying to. I was just saying a little slimy. I was making a joke, like just a little slimy. No, and but then, you like, asked me for a story. And then what, before I, I know, even but get it's through funny two to pepper said, just old slime. No, little, no. Slimy's fine. That's but all I said. But then calling out the story and being like, you told it shitty, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. You that ruined was... the whole momentum of a story. And I am a good storyteller. Okay, next, you are. And next time I will save the fact that you ruined the ending for the ending. But I was, and Qu- I do, I was Quentin Tarantino in. I didn't realize that. And I don't think you still know what that means. And maybe neither do I. Let's because <laughs> his movies are too uh, gruesome and bloody for me to watch. Let's get to the news. You heard it here first. Let's go. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Birthday edition. Oh, man, this is great. You heard it here first, folks. Everybody out there is having the swells and having all the fun, I hope. I am. It's my 41st, and boy, am I having swells and Come fun. Come and see. This way I'm now I'm going. All right. You ready for this headline, Nick? Hell yes. All right. A 23-year-old guy from Florida mm. is the state's youngest jackpot winner, taking Jack home the $235 million Powerball. Whoa. He took a one-time fee. You know how you could take a lump sum yeah. for a, only $160 million. Uh He wanted all of it instead of getting it like... Yeah, some Dulled people out. like you could get two thirty five, but you would only get like five mil a year or whatever, which is probably the smarter thing to do. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people that take the lump sum end up, you know, broke with forty hummers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like there's like a percentage of like jackpot winners that have gone broke that it's like oh, insanely it's, high. Well, if you're playing the lottery, you're bad with money because you know they say the lottery is like poor people taxes. Oh. You never heard that? Maybe I'm getting that wrong, but like if you play the lottery, it's like statistically a really dumb thing to do with your money. Oh yeah. Just based on odds. If you win, however, oh my god, great. You you literally you won the lottery figuratively and literally. Uh, but you're someone who based on playing the lottery itself are are bad with money. So it's kind of like you're giving a bunch of money to people who already passed the are you bad with money test. Oh, you you scratch off tickets, you buy yeah, but Thomas Yee would be laughing at you. Yeah, 23 years old, just won $235 million that he took in a lump sum of 160 Is that correct? Yeah, and he's going to plan Jesus. on doing higher education, though, in business or medical field. So he will not be going broke. Uh, uh, that's he not prob- true. I doubt he will. I mean, it, sound, it seems like he's not. Well, if you were smart, there's like a whole thing that you follow. If you win the lottery, there's like a. Um, oh. There, okay. I was reading on Reddit one day of like, you don't tell anyone. But it's you gonna be in the accept news. it anonymously. Oh, no, you, you could do it anonymously. Oh, absolutely. Because pe- that's why people, I mean, it's just so proven that people just get fucked over by friends coming out of nowhere, needing money, family, you know, 23 and me. 
that's just like your 23rd cousin 80 times removed <laughs> and and me i'm his buddy uh, we need a, a down payment on this fucking yacht we just bought and you're you're his cousin so you owe us like you just start you get you get really bamboozled and then you either are a pariah to your family because you won't be generous or you decide to give and then you keep, can't stop giving and you just hemorrhage there's a lottery curse hmm I think it's just the curse. Whoa, of- which they die soon once they win. Yeah, like they Probably get sick they or something doing- like that. Well, I think that mo money, mo problems. And like, I do believe that so many illnesses are stress induced and just guilt induced and like just the emotional baggage we carry. So something like winning the lottery and having all those, either having to keep it secret, which is a huge burden, or having everyone know could end up killing you probably that makes sense i mean what would you do would you take the lump sum or would you take it over time would i take 160 or take five a year or i yeah i don't know the exact number sorry 160 because that's just so much money like i don't need more than i I, my ex-boyfriend once told me all you need is three million dollars like to be set for your whole life because you just if you reach that point you uh invest enough of it that it just keeps earning on itself and you never have to work again and you can live like a pretty great life for the rest of your life yeah Yeah. and um what would you do with 160 million dollars i would uh i would make sure i would give each of my family members like three so my sister and brother-in-law three my dad and mom three um three each yeah Wow, just okay. that, like that, unless that number has changed, but my ex-boyfriend used to say three was the one that like would make people set for life. I would give my friends one, like probably 10 of my friends one. I'd pull a George Clooney. And this is all me just like off the, off the dome right now. I don't, who knows if I would really do this. My financial advisor is probably listening. Let me know if you think this is smart. And then I would, um, I would uh, donate 10% of it for sure. So 16 mil, that's nothing. In the, yeah, it, right now you're mil- looking at 26. You're you're around like 35 million you've given away so far. So you're probably around 100 and like 15 million still. 125, I mean, that's so disgusting. Million. So. Um, I would. Oh no, no, and then 10. percent yeah, 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 yeah. I would save 10. I would put 10 away just for me and my. I would uh, maybe. Uh, I would get a house in New York, LA, like a, a nice condo in New York, LA, St. Louis, and like fully furnish it. That would be another like. Maybe ten, <laughs> you know, total. You could even spend it. Maybe twenty total if I really went buck wild. Um, and then animals, like I'd like get start a bird sanctuary or some kind of bird rescue or animal rescue. Dope. Yeah. What about you? Uh, bottle I, service. Yeah, I'd get a bottle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, well, I, people don't know this about you, but you went through. I mean, we kind of talked about it on the show, but you went through a lot of money in a short amount of time. I went and, through around probably around 200000 250000 in a matter <laughs> of days, pretty much. Uh, just off of stuff that, uh, like, I don't know, a lot of trips. Went to Costa Rica, went to Europe. Went. You paid men who were giving you compliments, and where was that? Oh, that was in Greece. I paid Italian men who said my body was nice, and I just started giving them cash, which... Uh, it might be even gayer than the story of me helping my friend blow himself. Uh, it's close, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they said, "Oh, you have a great <laughs> body," and I go, "Well, here's thirty bucks. Keep it up." Uh, and <laughs> that was in EOS. They should have told you to keep it up. I met Pacey in EOS. Oh yeah, that's right. Or I took a girl from Pacey who's from Dawson's Creek. That was the best story. A girl was talking to Joshua Jackson at a party that Andrew was at yeah. in Greece and like hitting it off with Pacey. Fucking Joshua Jackson. In Pacey. like his peak. Oh, He's peak tall. Pacey. He looked a little out of shape at the time. But but it wasn't peak Pacey because I think it was after Dawson's Creek when, before he had got on the marriage. <laughs> this was the, 2001. The it, it might be peak oh, Pacey. Oh, that was peak Pacey. Yeah, peak Pacey. What Pace. the fuck? Yeah. Really? And I fucking <laughs> went in there. So me and my older brother, we, you, you remember these pub crawls? Did you ever do a pub crawl? Uh, I heard of them. So a pub crawl is essentially you go to like 10 different bars and you do a shot at each bar. Yeah. It's just you get as yeah. fucked up as possible. So we found out the last bar was going to have a baby pool. So we wore swimmies just like fucking peacocking like crazy. We wore swimmies, snorkel gear. Yeah. Like just knowing because we were going to jump in this baby yes. pool. So we see the baby pool and we we're like, holy shit, this is our moment. There's Pacey talking to this beautiful girl. And t- shout out. And uh, 
we go one, two, three, and we jump in the pool. And I jump first, and my brother jumps after me and lands on my face on my goggles that I had on for no reason. Right. And he cuts my Not eye. Not no reason to get laid. And I come up, and blood is gushing from my face. That's the Cayman way. The Cayman ways. And so I'm cushioned blood, and the girl sees what we did, this fucking loud, annoying, drunk piece of shit, blood coming from my face, and she came to save my eye, and she got me a wet rag and put it over my eye, and then we started talking from oh there. Oh, my God. And Pacey was just looking like, who was this snorkel Oh, my God, man? you were like Dawson. You got Joey in the end. Oh, wait, no, I think Joey ended up with Pacey. Did she? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure this girl probably likes Pacey more than me at this point. Who knows? You're but right. I hooked up with her in, um, and it was like 120 degrees, and she had a huge bush. I just remember. Didn't you just say her full name? Can we take out her yeah, first name? But I think it's funny to leave in this part of like revealing that he did say her full name before, and then went on to say she had a huge bush. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't saying it no, no, no. Uh, negatively, but it was very. I'm just. But out at 120 degrees, did part of it singe off? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I didn't mind the bush. It was just a lot of bush for how hot for it was. For how hot it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Weather should probably factor in here. Yeah. But she was on a trip. We were like living in like little tents. But next anyway, story. next story. At Las Vegas strip clubs, dancers hope <laughs> to shed pasties as pandemic rules are eased so they can get back to making their regular earnings. So they're wearing pasties for COVID? What's coming out of nipples? You That's... know what? I read the story and the pasties actually have nothing to do with it. And and, and I was all excited because I thought the pasties had to do with COVID. But yeah. I, it, it was like a uh, a phrase, like a way of them saying, like, shed the pasties, like shed the regulations that are what going on. What are the regulations them. on? So they got to dance six feet away. Oh, uh, okay. There's no, uh, lap, so no lap dances. There's no lap dances. It's at 50% patrons can be in there. Essentially, they're like, it's like a bikini bar now. It's like okay. pathetic. And they want to do the lap dances again. They want to like. Oh, they've lost so much money. Mm. Like the amount of strippers have gone from like 200 to 70 there. They're all like destitute because they can't make a living. Fuck. Oh, but can you imagine a lap dance from six feet? I mean, your dick no. would have to be so long. I mean, I don't understand lap dances to begin with because I'm just like, I was talking to someone about it recently. I'm like, so you just like go home hard? No, you come in your pants like I do. I don't think that's a normal thing, Andrew. Oh. But isn't that, I mean, that's not normal to come in your pants from a lap dance. I, I mean, it, say, I, I would I'm say sure it's, it's maybe 10% of the time it happens, but let's say that's not, that doesn't mean the 90% of the time a guy's just going, do, do people, do guys just leave strip clubs so hard and like so horny and kind of like angry? Are there lots of like, like parking lot brawls because of the horny rage <laughs> that's coming out of strip clubs? Probably a lot of, of car men. accidents, a lot of road rage with their cock yeah. hitting the steering wheel. Do you, but I'm serious. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I used to frequent strip clubs a lot. I almost became a bouncer at a strip club, actually. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. You're like happy. You saw tits and vagina. You're not. But do like, you go home and jerk oh, off? My like, dick is hard. Oh no. But are you like would fuck anything when you walk out of there? Well, this is the thing in Florida a lot, and in Atlanta, girls, it's a place to hang out. Like if you're a single lady, go to a strip club. Right. Smart. I yeah, mean, horned up guys that really can't take it out. Uh, literally, yeah. Or like they can't. They, yeah, that's good. Like, but um, yeah. And I love going to. I love horny men. I think it's so funny because we look dumb, right? You guys just look so stupid, and you're just like so like you're drooling, and you're just like you're so dumb. You all look like you're like on laughing gas. Like you're all like drunk, but not <laughs> in an obnoxious way where you're loud. You're kind of like quiet and like nervous, but like dumb and it's so hot i love horny men i think it's one of the most you, attractive things when a man just gets kind of bludgeoned by uh like intoxicated uh have by, you ever given a lap dance to a guy like or like a strip tease in bed because i think it, it's a really hot turn on if a girl like strips away from me in bed but it never really has it's hard to bring up like hmm. have you ever done that no, but I would do that totally. I would do like a sexy dance. Like I, I guess I've, it's never just occurred to me. But yeah, I'd probably or do strip it. slowly, like away from the guy, so then it makes him want you. Because sometimes when tits are so close to you, it's like you don't really see it's how beautiful like a magic they are. Eye. Like mine looks like an old, like yeah, 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 uh, yeah. like <laughs> a biplane. I don't know. I was just thinking of like when you blur your eyes. There's one that had an old like. Or yeah, right I think plane. try that next time. Strip like five feet away from the guy and see. I bet you it'll turn him on so much. Okay. I look forward to trying that out, but I do feel very awkward with like 
being sexual and like moving slowly and sensually. <laughs> I mean, actually, I don't feel that way when I'm like in a like uh when I'm feeling sexy. Like lately I've been feeling like very comfortable with my like nudity and like sexuality because I like had been hooking up recently. So it like makes you so much more comfortable than when you're not. Like I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's an older woman. Uh, she's like in her, I think, uh, in her late forties, like not older than me woman looks great, but she was like, Oh, now that I'm like having a fling with a guy, like, I don't care what my body looks like in public. Like I can wear whatever I want. I can like, I can dance now. And it's not because I'm like, wow, I'm so sexy. It's just like being naked with someone and being like comfortable in front of someone and being like comfortable with your body because you're just like being like, you just feel comfortable. Like yesterday I wore a thong bikini at this pool party. Noah, Noah, a thong. But like, first of all, I only have one of these because the wardrobe lady, um, Julie gave me extra swimsuits that the other girls on the show that are tinier than me and have like better butts and they're much younger than me didn't wear. And yesterday there's a thong bikini. And I was just like, my, my ass is my number one. <laughs> yeah. Like insecurity. Because it it's just like flat and doesn't have like a like really defined cheek. But then I was like, am I don't like if am I gonna walk around the pool and someone's gonna see my ass and like make fun of it or is that gonna ruin someone's day or am I gonna make the world a worse place? It's like no, who the fuck Not at cares? All. If you're confident in it, I mean, you're. You, I think like living on an island, it's not yes. weird to be in a bikini. Like wearing bikinis. Like if you're in New York and you're showing a bikini photo, it's like we like look at her in a bikini. It's like no, this is the way we live down. We're island yeah. people now. You're you know, just it's like a- that in the summer. Like in the spring, you start getting used to summer, and you like wear a tank top, and you're like, I'm bad. Yeah. And yeah. then by August, you're like, I can wear like a sundress to church and like not feel like a whore because you just get. <laughs> used to like skin so when you're in a tropical climate like it doesn't feel like you're being naughty it's just like this is what comfortable is and if you're hooking up like it just makes you more sexual and like makes you more um at least it makes me more comfortable with my body i think it's awesome how comfortable you've been with your in like i think also with the show like the outfits that they have you in and stuff like I don't know. It's just awesome to see how confident you are within yourself. It feel I feel like yeah. I, I look great like to a see. thirty-six, about to be thirty-seven-year-old woman who is in stuff. Like I'm not trying to be younger than I am, even though that swimsuit was made for a much younger girl. Like I just feel like I just look like what I look like, and like if it isn't as good as another girl's body, like I don't. It just doesn't matter. I just want to like look fun and cute and like feel good myself. And I know that's all cliche, but I'm really starting to understand it. That's and awesome. it'll go back to normal once we go back to St. Louis. Uh, okay, do we have time for why do, why do you care? Yeah, we do. Why do I care? <laughs> okay, why do I care? All what right. is it today? Yeah, I think you're going to care about this one before okay. I even read the whole headline. Taylor Swift <gasps> breaks record held by the Beatles for 54 years. Dude. Taylor has topped the Fab Four by making chart history with the re-release of Fearless. She has yep. three number one albums, Fearless, Folklore, and Evermore. In the, one year? Yeah. Or like in the same, in the... In 259 days. Wow. The Beatles hit number one with three albums in a row, but it took them 364 days. Wow. Wow. Wow, just under a year for them. I mean, this doesn't surprise me. She is prolific. The fact that she redid Fearless, which was her second album, I think second, maybe third. I don't really know Taylor pre-read like the history of Taylor so much. Uh, sorry to all Swifties out there, but um, yeah, I'm I'm actually getting to experience this album for the first time as a Taylor Swift fan because I didn't really dig into it that far um, before because it was just pre when I fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. And so this, she re-recorded all these songs, and they they're just like they're all written by her when she was seventeen. I mean, I, I just recently started like writing like poems and lyrics and stuff, like literally just recently, like putting myself out there in that way of like being kind of saccharine and like overly sentimental, and it's just very awkward for me. Can you imagine things you did when you were seventeen? I think- still standing the test of time, and then re-recording those and being proud of them. It's 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 incredible how good she was. It is wild. There is something about being seventeen though, and not second guessing every single decision that you make. Like I feel like sometimes the older I get, the more cynical. The, yeah, the more cynical I get. So like to be sentimental was probably easier when I was sixteen. I mean, I was writing. She hits the bottle. My poetry back then. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was writing poems back then and being probably more. V- 
free with your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Than I am now. Yeah. I just, um, but yeah, no, it's beautiful that she was able to re-release it. She also, it was big fuck you to, uh, and she got all the same musicians, all the, and she took every line by line so that it sounds as close to the original as possible, which I really respect as like someone who does stand a lot of those originals, like 15, You Belong With Me, The Best Day. Those are my favorite songs off that album. And they sound exactly the same, but there's just a maturity to her voice that is, uh, that, that I'm, I relate to more than like the 17 year old version. It's just amazing. And, it and that's seems why like you care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I care a lot. Anything Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I realized now I just had a dream last night about Taylor Swift again, where it could have been uh, Taylor Swift eats a hot dog. We were in a relationship. Oh my God. If she ate a hot dog, I'd be disappointed in her to be honest with you. I feel like a she's, vegan dog. Yeah, there we go. That's better. All right. Let's get into our segment. Listener mail. This is where we hear from you, the listener, whether you write into the show um, at uh, the Nikki Glazer podcast at Gmail, or you can write us a DM on uh, Nikki Glazer pod, which is just, we're picking up so many new followers on there. Thank you so much. It is a private account, so you have to request access, and we put out exclusive content on there um, made just for you guys with your and raised we started in mind. A TikTok. And we started a TikTok. Andrew <laughs> did it for us yesterday. Our first video, or two days ago, our first video yesterday. was up. Yeah. Um. It's us dancing to WAP. It's not the WAP dance of TikTok. But w- if you have any ideas for us to do fun TikTok things that won't require us like learning a dance over seven hours, <laughs> send them our way. Any like kind of fun TikTok quizzes or games or I don't even know. Um. But I'm a little too busy to be on TikTok and it sucks my life away. But happy to contribute to sucking yours away. Uh, I can't have it on my phone. It's the only thing I have. Okay. Listener mail. Dear Nikki, my love for... My love for you definitely leveled up when you said you love birds. When you said your favorite gift you ever got was your parrot named Kiwi, I got so excited because I also have a parrot named Kiwi. I feel like a lot of people have a misconception that birds aren't quote unquote good pets or that they're not affectionate. So thanks for getting the word out about how amazing they are. I do have to call out Andrew about his comment that birds can't cuddle. I attached some photos of Kiwi cuddling me as proof. To be fair, she has no arms, so her version of cuddling me is squishing her tiny nugget body into my neck as hard as she can. What a sweetie. This is an adorable picture of Julia from Seattle cuddling with Kiwi. She said, keep up the amazing work. The three of you bring so much joy to my work weeks. Oh, This email has already run too long for me to go into more detail, but there are so many tangents you guys have gone on that have made me had me absolutely cracking up. Julia, thank you. Wishing you all the swells, Julia from Seattle. Thank you so much, Julia. Kiwi is so cute. I just want to stress that birds are are great pets please try to rescue a bird because um we don't want to contribute to people breeding birds that you know are stolen from their nests and brought to america and smuggled so make sure you always get a bird that is either like off craigslist someone like can't take care of it anymore or you go to a bird rescue but do not buy a bird from a breeder or from PetSmart or anything like that julia thank you so much i love you and i love kiwi and doesn't that look sweet andrew what do you think about that it does i i you know i mean my thing was a bird couldn't lay on its side so you couldn't spoon a bird which okay. that, that was my big thing <laughs> but i i do i look if at this photo out there and has I see- a pet eagle a gigantic uh buzzard a seven foot yeah. <laughs> wingspan that is laying on its side and spooning their owner please send it in i mean look there may be a an ostrich i think could possibly lay on its side if i'm just saying show me one bird on its side that birds do lay on their sides but i don't think it's like comfortable for them and i i think the spooning (laughs) part is the one that i have a more of a problem with do you want to read the next question uh next question this is from stewart uh the woman, the woman asking for help that dropped her large bra size was kind of cut. Agreed? The size was ancillary to the problem. Um, ancillary. Okay, wait. I don't remember this one. <laughs> Noah, can you refresh my memory about the woman who dropped she the She has D tits. Oh, yeah. There, of course, like, Andrew remembers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she she couldn't, um, she was wondering why her boyfriend doesn't suck on them, and she asked oh, for yeah, advice. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, I'm picking up my skin and, and Andrew just stopped me. And Andrew's biting his nails. Pick. Oh my God. I, I always pick this thing open. It's like a weird thing that I have on my knee. And if it's bloody, you know that I'm going through stress. And I've picked it open. Why are you stressed? <laughs> what What do you mean? Oh. Well, I, I'm just go. you know, the show ending. Oh. Things that ending. Stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. 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 Just but stressful. look at where we are. I know. It's I know. the best place ever. 
I, I really feel happy right now. I'm, I'm actually not sad or stressed right now at all. Um, but you're bleeding a lot even though I'm your my, Yeah, because it just <laughs> feels so good to pick it off, and now I feel better. No, I'm not bleeding yet. <laughs> She's not bleeding. Um, <laughs> okay, yes, you're right. Like, mention, The thing is, like, I think it was pertinent to the email to mention she had D breasts because we might have been like, well, maybe he doesn't like the size of your boobs, or maybe like he doesn't think you want to draw attention to them because they're smaller. So to say that they're D's was to like provide information that would help us come to a maybe possible reason why the guy didn't like him. So I will, I will say, Stuart, you are incorrect. It is not K, but cool. gr- but great question and um, yeah, very well could have been K. It was close to K. If they were E's, maybe. All right, next. <laughs> I think guys just hear D's and are like, D's, but D's I mean, nowadays we hear aren't even bi- that you might big. Have, double D's, though, boy, I don't know what it is. It really gets you going. If yeah, you, triple D's doesn't even do it. I think it's the alliteration <laughs> of double D's. Guys just like start foaming at the mouth. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it weird that you guys are like babies? Whenever you like, whenever a guy has like sucked my tits i always like i'm like this is so edible how I can't long even should a guy suck it. tits for the like does time? it get to a point where it does feel like a baby or is there like a certain amount of time that as long okay, as you you're want. just getting down to the pussy like uh, do- well sometimes i feel like i just miss their face like i really like kissing during like other stuff so like i just want their face back up in my face but do you enjoy a guy sucking on your yes, nipple? Yes, it feels okay. good. But it's different right. for everyone. Some women love it. Like I have a friend who like would like it for hours. And hours? I, like it's what she likes more than anything. She just wanted to be a mother, I think. I mean, that's what Noah, I Noah, do you like when your nipples are sucked on? Or oh, God. I love it. You do? I, for how long? I don't, you know, I've never been with a guy who like sucks them for an extended amount of time. <laughs> but I wouldn't, mind, wouldn't it. mind it. And I tried I, to really disconnect the whole baby thing from it. Yeah, but dude, does it sometimes pop up where you're like, he does look like a baby and this might be a, a no, mother thing for him? It, it never comes up, Nikki. Well, girls, everyone listening now, think about it next time you guys down there and just like no. cradle his head and start singing him Rockabye Baby. Cuddle him like no. an eagle. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What about nibbling on the nipple? It's fine. No. Okay. No. Like, eh, like, like soft. No. Yeah. No, no biting them off. I don't mind it. Like sometimes it does hurt and you're like, ah, but like, I don't know. It's, it's What about when we try to put the whole tit in our mouth? Is that too much? Is that like us trying to fit your whole ball sack in our mouth? <laughs> like some people like it. Um, I kind of, yeah, I don't know. Do you relate as to a guy, that? As a guy, I always feel weird like being sucking the tits for an extent because I just feel like she's like, just get to my pussy already. Like, what do you No, do? I mean, why don't you just finger her while you do it? No, yeah, that's true. I just would rather your face, like Noah. Do you relate to wanting them to be kissing you while you're like? Yeah, on your it's way to funny that it, it's funny that Andrew's like, oh, they just want us to get down to their pussy, but I don't think so. Like that's no, I don't the, think so like either. I want keep your all hands the down there, keep your face up here. I like I need to kiss while yes. I'm like about to do the thing. I love about kissing. to have the thing. Like as soon as I'm a like it's approaching like okay this is finishing up for me you need to come back up and like kiss my face because I kind of like to like that that's just but that's not every woman I don't think some girls can just if I I can't ever I need like help with it and like permission so I need the person right there being like you you can do it now or like you must you know and I not like down there I feel like too removed I'm like come back up and hang out with me <laughs> I get that that okay. makes sense final letter. Okay, besties. This is from Justin. Hey, y'all. Thank you both and everyone who works on the show for this podcast. I've been a fan of Nikki's for a few years and randomly found the show after watching her on Conan. I live in Texas right now, COVID, but I'm normally in New York, so my social life has been non-existent. I work from home and have never met my coworkers because I started this job during the pandemic. I listen to the show while at work, and it's been fun. I feel like we are all working together and exchanging some kind of fun banter you'd normally share during the day. Also, I grew up in Dallas and was a huge Kid Craddock R.I.P. fan, and this reminds me of that same vibe. I feel like I was on the Kid Craddock show at some point when I was in Dallas. Thanks for being my friends. LMAO. I realize how sad that sounds during this time. Can't wait for when y'all start the video. Dude, we totally feel it. I don't know what who's Kid Craddock. Was he a radio guy? Yeah, he's he's gone now, but I want to Google him. Uh, Noah said she Googled him uh, t- to me before we started the show and said that he was um, 
Like he's well loved. We do get that message a lot though, where it's like, oh, I just feel like I'm hanging out with our with, with my spirit. best friends, or just yes. hanging out with friends, like having a conversation. And I don't know. I, that's that seems awesome. Like that's all I would want from a show. That's like, what I wanted to create because I felt that way with the shows that I used to love, like the 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 podcast that would make me the happiest. That I base this on is never not funny. Uh, walking the room, um, which is a podcast that isn't around anymore. Um, you know, different, like the Adam Carolla show that I used to listen to on my drives to work in like 2006 when I was living in Los Angeles, Howard Stern, obviously like just, yeah, like you, you could sit down and join us and you, if we ran into you in public, Justin, you could sit down and like fit right in. We wouldn't need to like, we, it wouldn't be awkward. And I feel that way for everyone who listens regularly. So I'm glad you're feeling that vibe too. Cause I feel it so much like that message doesn't surprise me or make me cringe at all. Like you said, Oh my God, I realize how sad that sounds. To me, that doesn't sound sad at all. And that is how I feel about our fans. I feel like they're my friends yeah, too. I think the fact that we That's hot. We go away from K or we try to as hard as we can yeah. makes us relatable and like people want to hang out with you. I want to promise the fans will never I will never lie to you. I honestly like if I don't want to tell you something, I just won't tell it to you. But I'm never gonna like fake something or lie to you or uh because I just I don't lie in general. Um, or I try not to, um, but you can just trust us like friends. And if I don't want you guys to know some information, I'll tell you that I don't want you to know it. You know what I mean? I won't lie to you about it. Uh, final thought, Andrew, what are some, what, how do you feel about your birthday today? Uh, here, uh, in the Caymans, do you, in, in sorry, in Cayman Island, do you want to extend our, our stay here possibly two more weeks? How does that sit with you? Um, oh wow! A lot of a lot of different thoughts. I didn't even think of that. I mean, I mentioned I it last night at dinner. I think. So, um, part of me wants to get home, get back, just cause I don't. There's no mm. real. Re you know when you don't want to get your D dub. Oh no! Oh, I definitely want to hook up with the That's girl that wet. I was talking to when I was there. I mean, I definitely miss holding her and being by her side and cuddling her like an eagle and just being there for her, <laughs> like uh, a pet eagle. <laughs> Um, I know that would be probably the main reason why I'd want to get back to St. Louis. Right. There's no other real reason, honestly. Okay. Um, so I'm glad we I uh, followed up on that. Yeah. I mean, you're like, I kind of want to get back. I mean, no real reason. I'm like, you mean only one reason? Well, I'm saying like other than other. You, than you miss toasted raviolis and the St. Louis blues. Yeah. I miss a, a Cardinal game, you know, you know, the, the things that we haven't even been to yet. I just think like getting back to somewhat a normalcy. I think like living here, we're kind of uh, avoiding reality. However, this is our reality. So that's not a way to look at and it either. And the reality that we're avoiding is not the reality either. It's COVID. And yes. it's like, why not wait? Because that it won't be around forever, hopefully. Where would we stay? Um, I am looking into just like maybe uh, staying. I don't know, oh. here at <laughs> this hotel. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, I'm in heaven. I guess, yeah. I mean, it is fucking great. Here. I just don't want to go back to masks. God, I wish I could invite her down here. But yeah, yeah. you can't. I mean, that's the only, that's the only, literally the only... Because, like, you know, we were gone for quite a while, and when you extend, be like, oh, I'm going to be there, and you kind of count it down, there's nothing worse than a countdown to see someone, and then you go... By the way, just two more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> just count down. It actually. Is I know, and you again. like sex is obviously a very like uh, appealing thing. I would probably, if I had sex with someone I loved, or like, or if I had sex with someone I cared about, waiting for me back in St. Louis, I would be back there. I wouldn't have even finished the show that I was working on. <laughs> well, now you're making me seem like a real piece of shit. No, no. I mean, like, it's such, I mean, such a drive. Should I fly back on Wednesday and you stay I here? mean, that's a very big possibility. I mean, you could do that. We could continue the show remotely. But I yeah, just. Yeah, but no, I would probably stay. I, I, Yeah, it just, I wish I could have my. It's just like we are in paradise with no reason to go back except to. So that you can have sex with just one the girl time, you're quote unquote talking to. I love that it's gone from girlfriend to talking to. Happy birthday! First of all, I don't want to share this with the listeners. However, it wasn't. It's not. I we just haven't had the discussion yet. Yes. No. 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 It makes so sense. So it's that more you on her it. side than my side. I could call her 
more than that, but I don't know if she even watched that without me officially doing yes, it. Yes, I'm just kidding. But I do love when guys are like, I'm talking to someone. Like, I never want to be a gir- girl that a guy is talking to unless we're legit just talking, like texting and like waiting to but, be uh, up. But yeah, but on. If I'm having sex with someone, you're not allowed to say you're talking to me. And in fact, I will stop I, talking to you if you say you're talking to me. <laughs> it's interesting because I think she wants to feel like she's talking to me still. Yeah, she might be a, a little bit more. more um, apprehensive than you are which is not the normal girl thing but i i kind of i really respect it actually oh the best is when we hook up and she leaves at one in the morning because she says my bed is uncomfortable yeah i mean it, it's the best it's i love the number it. one I mean, way to get a guy to like you is to act like a guy yeah have sex and get the hell and then out just of leave because they're just like wait what i usually do this to you <laughs> And they're like, no, your bed is worthless and I'd rather be alone right now. I don't want to cuddle. Uh, I mean, what a good move. Oh, it's such a strong move. And God. you sleep better. She's not In her mind, she's whispering to you, it sounds like. She's awesome. Well, happy birthday, Andrew. We're going to have a good day today. We're going to have a great week. Birthday week. Just kidding. I'm only giving you the day. You're uh, an hour at best. I think you're leaving lunch at one or something. No, I got, I got, I canceled my plan so I could stay. You made it earlier. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, so I could leave earlier. Um, happy no, birthday. Thank you. And thank you for, um, dinner last night and thank you for being a good friend. And let's go you get made some sunglasses birthday. down at the, the, the gift shop. Unless they're really overpriced. Or we go get a, an iPhone 12 or something. I would never buy you a fucking iPhone 12. Are you kidding me? I'm, See that? I resent that you think I would ever buy you a $1,000 phone. Well, one, that's a insane. man could dream. Yeah, keep dreaming. Go back to bed. How'd you sleep? Talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> See you on the podcast. <laughs> to send Andrew a happy birthday. Can we do a jackpot for my birthday? And, yeah, here's a birthday jackpot. And, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your your first show. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Shit's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 